0: Senior Beat. I'm Christine Beattie, the director of the Madison Senior Center, and my co-host is Tom Frazier, and he has a lot of different roles in our community, but we're glad he's the new co-producer of Senior Beat. And our special guest today, Tom, is Jennifer Fisher. And Jennifer has been a guest with us previously. Um, the, uh, Jennifer is the manager of the Aging and Disability Resource Center which everybody shortens down to be A D R C of Dane County. Yes. Right. Well, welcome back. And um I think we're we're really hoping that you could Talk with us a little bit about um, any of the success stories you've had. Now, you've been open at the ADRC for about a year, right? A little over a year, 17 Mm -hmm. months. 17 months. Mm -hmm. And when you first came, we had lots of good ideas about how we would use this wonderful resource. How's it going? It's going great. Um, I would like
1: to think that we've had a really great impact in the the county. In the past year, we've had over 16,000 contacts with the community. And um, we've really done a lot of outreach and education to the community about how they can use the ADRC. And I think our calls are showing that we're successful and that people are calling us and stopping in to see us and sending us emails.
0: So the, let's remind our audience about what is the mission of the
1: ADRC? So the mission of the ADRC is to give information and assistance to people who are aging or living with a disability. Okay. And we give information and assistance that's free anybody can call us we don't ask your income or asset limits anybody can contact us we also are unbiased so when we give you information about community resources we're not telling you you should call x y and z because they're our favorites so we don't have any favorites we give you information and then we also empower you with information to make good choices about what you're calling for resources about.
0: So, if I need transportation, you're gonna try to fill me in on a lot of different resources that I might tap into.
1: Yes, and we don't make that decision for you. We give you information, and we also give you information about questions to ask a provider if you're calling a provider to see if they're the right fit
0: for you. Okay, and is it Okay, only old people or only people with disabilities can call? Nope. So we also talk
1: to family members, Mm -hmm. we talk to caregivers, and we also answer questions for other professionals in the community who just need to call someone (coughs) to know what the resource is.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. So, what are some of the kinds of resources that maybe you might need, Tom?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I probably need a lot of resources. A lot of resources. (laughs) (laughs) But well, I also, in interest of full disclosure, I'm the chair of the ADRC board board in (laughs) Dane County, and so I I work with Jennifer. We have a monthly meeting, and one of the things that I enjoy looking at is the data that they get from all these phone calls. Oh, of course. How many phone calls a month?
1: Um, We we average average about eighty contacts
2: a day. Eighty contacts a day. Okay. Yeah. A lot of calls, and I enjoy looking, not enjoy, I mean, it's upsetting, but to look at the unmet needs, you know, what what we don't have in this community to help people.
0: I hadn't thought about that because what people need and are looking for gives you an indicator of the trends for right. services. Right. Okay.
1: now
2: what are tell us some of those things? The two or three top. Yep, So the, areas. The, some of
1: the top things people are calling us about that we can't meet their need, is housing. So I need oh. subsidized housing. I need immediate housing. Um, yeah. That that we can't meet that need immediately with a resource because there's such long wait lists. Waiting lists. lists. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing is people who are calling need immediate assistance for say a long-term care program because okay. there's wait lists
3: right
1: um, other things that people call about that we don't have um, immediate access to our our other services say um, you know I'm I'm looking for um, an assisted living I need funding for that assisted living right. so um, the beauty of the ADRC is that we track all the unmet needs that people call us about, okay. so that we can talk to our board and other providers sure. about about what people are calling about, where the gaps are. I see. Um, okay. Which works out really well.
0: Well, I think maybe the message is that if you need assistance, don't wait until the last minute. Start planning ahead for your future.
1: Precisely. I like to look at the Aging and Disability Resource Center It really is a prevention program. Okay. So I'd like people to mm-hmm. hear about us and know about mm-hmm. us so that they call us before they're in that crisis. Oh, yeah. We're happy to talk to you when you're in the crisis, right. but we really want to empower people to make good choices. So right. we can give you information and you can think about that information and you're not in a crisis situation where you get the information and have to make an immediate decision. Right. Um, We want people to take time, hear about resources, make planning. You know, we want to talk to you about how much it is to hire someone in your home versus how much it is to pay for, say, an assisted living. What are the cost benefits of each and really um, what to look at when you're making that choice of do I need to move to an assisted living? Can I hire help to come into my home? What do the wait lists look like? How much assets do I
0: have? Yeah. Those are all really important facets of making good plans and making good decisions. Let's remind everybody about how there's three ways you can contact the ADRC. Mm -hmm. One is a phone number. Do you have that for us? Yeah, it's 240-7400. Okay, and then the other is you can go on the website. Mm -hmm. It's
1: www.daneadrc.com.
0: Okay, that's pretty straightforward. And then um, uh, what did I miss? Email. Oh, email. <laughs> okay, um, give me an email. ADRC at com. So it doesn't matter to you how you communicate with the ADRC.
1: Not at all. And people can also stop in any time between 7.45 and 4.30, Monday through Friday. At your office? At our office mm-hmm. and come in and meet with someone immediately. There's no waiting. And that's the other thing. When you call us, you're going to receive a real-life person. You're not going to be given an answering machine or a press Bunches. 1, 3, and 5. <laughs> you get a real person, and that person is the person who's going to follow you through that entire contact with the ADRC. Even
0: if I hang up and then call back the next day, I'll get this. Uh, we'll this, be able to connect you to that same, that person, same person and say, you called the ADRC, but you really
1: want to talk to someone further. Your questions are more in-depth. We'll schedule a visit to come out to see you. And so that same person that you talked to that first day on the phone is the person who's going to come out to I see really you. really
0: like that. And mm-hmm. meet with
1: you mm-hmm. and discuss things with you. So you're not telling
0: your story over, over and over and again. over. And that does happen for people. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, that's I think great.
2: that's why this is so popular in, in a way. Mm-hmm. Is what we call one-stop shopping. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's one place to go for practically any kind of information, uh, you know, a senior, mm-hmm. an older person, or a person with a disability w- w- need. would need yeah. from, you know, pro- low-income programs, but everything else, right. uh, you know, Anything. that there is, and the ADRC has all that information. And then I think the other important thing for seniors are, is that uh, there's no income requirement. It doesn't matter whether you're rich or poor or in between. If you have a, a problem and an issue and you need some assistance, call. And, well, and it, don't wait yeah, until yeah. The And last that minute.
0: information mm-hmm. is so wonderful to have because, like you, we were saying, it's really important for planning and making good decisions. Give us your address. You said come to the office. Yes. Where is the office? It's 2865
1: North Sherman Avenue. So we're in the Northside Town Center right across from Warner Park. Oh, we have yes. plenty of free parking and our building is totally handicapped as
0: good wonderful um any um tom you were mentioning the board is that made up of older adults or how how is your board governed yes so um our board consists of 11
1: people and the composition of our board is based on the composition of dane county oh. so on our board we have three representatives who represent people who are older Mm -hmm. Americans. Mm -hmm. We have two people who represent people who have intellectual disabilities. Mm -hmm. We have one person who represents a person with a physical disability. Mm -hmm. And then we have four people that we call members at large. Mm -hmm. And then um, we have one county board supervisor. And all of those people are um, appointed by the county executive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're always looking for people who are interested in being on our board. So mm-hmm. if you are, you can contact the county executive's office and say you'd like to. more information about... Of-
0: possibly being appointed to our board. But this is really representational so that you mm-hmm. get the the viewpoints of, of different segments of the population you're serving, which is really great mm-hmm. that you have that kind of uh, opportunity to not only to serve, but also to get that feedback from people. What do you think the major problem is that uh, older people are facing? You said housing was? Yeah, and um, so then that's the other thing we track as we track our calls and and what people are calling
1: about. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, our number one call is really people calling about public benefits. They want to hear more about Medicaid, Medicare, food share. What are the how do you qualify for public benefits? Mm -hmm. What are the rules? Maybe I have an issue with a public benefit. I need some help. Um, The next thing people call us most often about is um, in-home services, in-home care. So they want to hear about. What kind of providers provide personal care or chore service? Sure. Or um, So they, they're wanting more information about that. Mm-hmm. Um, people are also calling us about other services. Um, so I want to know about the different dementia programs in the county, or I want to know about support groups because I have Parkinson's or I have MS, or um, I was recently diagnosed with cancer. So they're calling us to get information on where they can go for the information that they
0: need. Nice. Wonderful. And, and it's, I, I mean, I just think this is remarkable. It's no cost. Correct. Lots of different ways to be in contact with you. And um, like if you do an email, do you get an immediate response or a day
1: or two days? Yep. Or You get an immediate response to the email just to confirm that we've received your email. And then it usually takes us a day or two to, so we research your response. And then when we respond back, we'll give you the information that you're looking for and then leave the door open that once you receive it, you can clarify information or maybe we may say, let's talk. That also really works well for, say, um, maybe someone who's living out of state and is looking for resources for a family member that's living in Dane County. Okay, good, great. We get those emails quite often. Yeah. Yeah.
2: We're close to out of time, but, you know, as a board member, I hear a lot of the success stories. Is is there an example you can give us? I don't mean to put you on the spot, Mm -hmm. but an example of Mm -hmm. somebody getting help that, really helped them a happy
1: ending (laughs) i guess yeah yeah. um you know i think of one story where um you know a a woman and her sister came in to see us and they were really worried about affording in-home care and having issues and we were sitting down and talking with the woman and then just happened to say you know were you ever in in any type of military and and she was and so we were able to refer her to the veteran service office to get um an aid and attendance benefit and um you know so then she had money to hire someone to come in to to stay in her home and um that really empowered her and um one of the the powerful things that that was said in that conversation from um the sister who actually called back to say thank you was you know you're you've looked at our family member through the whole person like you've remembered that they have
0: had A whole life before they came in. Oh, Jennifer, that is a great story. Thank you so much for being here and -hmm. and kind of filling us in on what's happened since your last visit. And I hope there will be many more visits uh, where you can tell us more good stories about uh, serving uh, older people and disabled people through the ADRC of Dane County. Thanks, Jennifer. Great. Thanks. Thanks.
2: Okay, welcome back to the second part of Senior Beat. Uh, I'm Tom Fraser with Christine Beatty, and in the second part of our program, we have Michelle Reinen, who is the director of the Bureau of Consumer Protection within the Department of Agriculture Trade. Department of Agriculture Trade and Consumer, consumer Protection. protection. <laughs> wow! wow. Okay, it's a <laughs> oh, it is a mouthful. <laughs> I thought I was leaving something out. <laughs> uh, but Michelle has been with the uh, department for since 1995, mm-hmm. has been the director of the bureau for the last four years, And has a degree uh, in Consumer Science, Consumer Affairs and Business from UW-Madison. Yeah. So welcome to the program.
3: Well, thank you for having me.
2: We're happy to have you here, particularly with all the things we hear about scams against especially seniors.
3: Yeah, they're a main target. And
2: uh, what comes to my mind is the big one recently, or not too long ago, with Target, where all the credit cards information and some personal information, you know, on a massive scale were was stolen. And as I mentioned to you before, uh, I had a little issue yeah. myself recently with uh, a fraudulent charge on my credit card first time ever. Wow. But what what should people do when when that happens? What could, should they do and you know, they've been compromised with their credit information.
3: Well right, one of the good things that the target data breach did was bring identity theft to the forefront of everyone's mind. So even though it's a horrible event, the good side is now everyone can focus on protecting their personal information and that's exactly what you asked me. What, you know, how do they protect it? So There's lots of options. It depends what information we're talking about. A credit card, be monitoring your credit card bill. And that's what we talked about earlier, your incident having that extra charge that you didn't make. That's just one form of identity theft. And if that happens to you, you want to contact your credit card company right away. So you need to be monitoring your bill closely and identify those charges that aren't yours and then contact your credit card company about it. But the big piece of information you need to protect is your social security number. And that didn't involve the target data breach. But don't carry that card around with you. You don't need to. Um, You know, health cards, Medicaid cards, um, that's a big issue because that number's still out there. Um, we advise, you know, put it in your wallet, but black out the number, you know, and then if you need it, you end up in the hospital. Your family member will come bring that to you, the actual card. Mm-hmm. Um, just think about what's in your wallet, and does it need to be there every single day? Right.
0: Yes, we use it to store we use it to store information rather than you having pieces of information that we're going to use immediately. Right. And, and it gets our pretty wallets thick. get bigger <laughs> and bigger
3: and bigger And every that's not time. good for your back anyway. Yeah.
2: So. <laughs> but, and, but most of the time when there is some, you know, like a fraudulent charge or something, if you catch it, you can generally not be responsible for it.
3: Right, right. Credit card companies, you have 60 days to dispute a charge um, once it appears on your credit card bill. So, that you know, if you charge it day one, it's 30 days. You get your bill, now it's shown up, you have 60 days from the time it appears on your bill to dispute the charge with the credit card company. And so that could be if you don't receive a service, and that's not necessarily a fraudulent charge, but it could also be that there's a fraudulent charge there. And they will work, then the credit card companies are fully staffed to combat identity theft. And a lot of them just, Mm -hmm. they waive all of that. There's no responsibility to the consumer for those payments.
2: When I called, you know, on my little issue, it was only one charge, but, but when I called, it was like, there was no surprise at all. They were they, they knew exactly what to do, so this must be something that happens frequently. Yeah,
3: they have probably entire departments and investigators mm-hmm. that are monitoring all that, and it's their best interest to be really in front of those fraudulent charges, sure. too, because it could be a lot of monetary loss for those companies. Yes. Should somebody
2: cancel their credit card and get a new one?
3: Well, that is something that you need to take a look at and talk Mm -hmm. about with the credit card company. If they know exactly what it is and that they've identified the person and taken care of the problem, they may say no. Um, You as a consumer can push that you want to get a new credit card um, and and take care of it, and they help you evaluate the risk of it being used, but always be monitoring your credit card bill for those charges. Um, And you also have to decide, too, How many automatic payments do I have taken off my credit card? So you need to follow up with all those people When every time you change your number. Oh, yeah. So that can be a lot of work. Sure. But combating identity theft is a lot of work if if you become a victim, too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Aren't there some other kind of scams going on right now where, where people are kind of collecting information? Yeah. They're not necessarily getting your social security number but they're kind of collecting information for future y- use. Tell us what right. some of the things that are going on right now.
3: There are many scams <laughs> every day but one of the latest ones is what we're calling the Powerball scam and what mm-hmm. it is is that um, people are contacting consumers and saying that you are a winner of a Powerball and so they're going to have a drawing of of other, all these individuals, and so they start to gather information. It's not personally identifiable information, it's not your bank account numbers, social security. Driver's license or anything like that, but it's about your assets, what kind of lifestyle you live, mm-hmm. and they're doing what we call data mining. So they're yeah, putting together yeah. a profile about you and collecting that information so they can determine if you are a good victim, a good target for them. Oh my god! Right, for and later. then yeah, for later. For later on. And they're dip- doing research.
2: They're on doing <laughs> yeah.
3: And then if you're willing to answer all these questions, that's number two, that you're potentially a good victim. They have the information to profile you, and now they know you're vulnerable to answering these questions. Questions. And so you're a good find, and they're going to turn around and sell that information to other scammers.
0: You know, I heard one time someone said that older adults are good victims because they're so nice, and especially us in the Midwest. We, We were reluctant to say... I'm not answering those questions, goodbye, and right. hang up. Exactly, We're too polite to do that. Right. We think we have to talk to people.
3: Right. Sometimes they say seniors are vulnerable because they just want to talk, need a friend, if they're isolated, especially in the winter when you don't oh, get out and see your neighbors. But exactly, we're nice people. We try to be nice people. <laughs> we answer the phone, but we need to just learn to hang up. Right. Don't even listen to the sales pitch. If you, I mean, just broadly, one of the best things, if you aren't in need of it and you're not seeking it out, why do you all of a sudden need it just because someone called you about it? Mm-hmm. Just hang up.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Good uh, advice. And then and aren't there some kind of basic rules to follow, you know, that you advise people?
3: Yeah, we have like three red flags that we Mm -hmm. try and think about with any scam no matter how it comes to you. And I just mentioned one of them. If you aren't in need of it, if you aren't seeking it out, just hang up. Disconnect. Don't engage with it. Because mm-hmm. yeah. a lot
2: of times it's just pushing the button is what they want you to do. They do. And right. then
3: that says something. That right there says, oh, you're a live one, so just hang up. Don't push the one, the two, the nine. Just mm-hmm. hang up the yeah. phone. Mm-hmm. Another one is don't wire money. Um, that is a huge red flag. If they want you to wire money or pay with a prepaid um, money card, that's as good as cash and you won't get it back and it's not trackable so it's hard for Mm. us to follow up who the Mm. fraudster is Um, so wiring money for anything is also another really good um, hit and then um, giving out if they're asking for your personal information bank account social security just seeking information about you That's the other big one. And, you know, with that hang-up, don't click on it. You know, I I left that piece out. So if you're using the Internet, you're getting an email, you're getting a text message, there's a link. Don't click it. Mm -hmm. It goes hand-in-hand with Mm -hmm. Mm hang-up. Yeah, similar. Yeah. Different technology. Exactly.
0: And we have to learn new technology as well. Right, right. Absolutely. I know that at the Senior Center we have... um, Uh, We do that in our computer classes. We try to tell people, you know, to be so careful about, you know, clicking on things that are just randomly sent to you or responding to those. The other thing we've gotten is a, um, a shredder. Yes. We were gifted with a shredder so that older people could just shred documents, and it makes sense. It does. It?
3: It's one of the best ways to combat identity theft is to protect that personal information, shred it. We get so much junk mail still yes. today, whether yeah. it's in your inbox, in your email, or in your postbox at home. Just shred that information.
0: Well, they send you checks They that have your name on it.
3: Right. They send you checks. They send you prize notices. They oh. send you all sorts of inserts. Just shred all that information. Yeah.
0: So you go to your local senior center with a bag of things to shred.
3: Yeah, there's big shred <laughs> events throughout the community yes. that are free. Just take the box, dump it in, and it, it's, it's gone. Little Great. confetti pieces. Well, you
0: brought along some of the other wonderful materials that you have. We were yeah. looking at that earlier. How does how do you get this uh, kind of help?
3: You can contact our 800 number, mm-hmm. and it's one eight hundred four two two seven one two eight, 422 7128 And just ask, tell us what the issue is you're looking for, and we can send it out to you. Mm-hmm. You can go to our website and see all of these pieces. There's over 300 different publications we have by oh, topic. Goodness. I'm just thinking, yeah.
0: tenant rights... Um, consumer tips for identity, identity th- home
3: improvement, yeah. help. The, the best one is probably the Wisconsin Senior Guide oh, that, that we have. So great. It's a whole booklet of all the different issues that are targeting senior seniors. On the front cover are the top 10 red flags Mm -hmm. that we really want you to watch out for. Um, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Keep it by the phone, so anytime it rings, you can just remember, just hang up um, that way. But you can go to our website, and that's D-A-T-C-P dot, dot gov. Mm-hmm. Um, i think we're going to put a graphic up as well so you can see that mm-hmm. um, and and get, you know just download the information or through there you can send us an email as well requesting anything mm-hmm.
0: here's something that i've done is when people have called me and i thought that it was an offer i might be interested in i say send it to me
3: Exactly.
0: I, I want it in writing. I don't want to. I don't want to talk with you on the phone. Right. Get um, the
3: fine print. You can take some time and check it out and talk right. to people and get yeah. reference checks. Yeah.
0: And and get. I like that uh, reference checks. Get the you know, opinion and the support of other people around. If it, and and here it is. If it yeah. sounds too good to be true,
3: probably is. it probably is. Yeah, it that tagline's held be. true no matter what over Isn't it? time. Isn't it? Yeah.
0: Amazing. Yeah. And uh, oh, it's sad uh, when people are scammed because oh, they can yeah.
2: lose so yeah. much money. Well, a lot of times there's situations where it's just not recoverable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We run into that. You're not ever going to get it back, nice. and that's the sad thing. Right. But now you gave a number, an 800 number. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that the same number if somebody wants to file a complaint? make a
3: complaint. It is. That number will get you to our hotline service where Mm -hmm. staff will help you check a business before you enter into an agreement with someone so you can see their complaint history. It will be where you can find out your consumer rights and information on the latest scams and tips and have stuff mailed to you ahead of time. And it's where you can file a complaint and we can help you sort out if it's our agency or another agency where you would need to file that complaint. Oh that's great. and we'll help sort so, things out for you.
0: Yeah, that's that's a wonderful mm. service. Um, are, are do you have some success stories that you <laughs> can share with us where you've helped someone get a lot of money back or
3: well we do have that and usually that's through our investigation process. And we do mediation as well. Good. I think our biggest success stories are those that we don't even track in paper because it's we stop someone from entering into something. That's right. It's
0: preventative. It is,
3: it's the prevention. We yeah. stop the person from wiring the thousands of dollars the grandparent scam oh yeah oh my my grandson's overseas and please want you help about
2: that somebody in jail or something Right. they do grandsons in jail send auto accident jail
3: can't get out of the country there's all variations in it and you know during april a lot of people travel and it's spring break so be on guard for that one because we've seen thousands of dollars lost
0: oh Mm -hmm. well I, i I can't thank you enough for being with us today and really letting Mm -hmm. folks know that we have some help in your uh, department and division. Thank you so much for being with us.
3: Thank you for having me.
0: We'll see you next month on Senior Beat.